Pain County, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of Pastors of Pain County, that is. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church here in Stillwater. Uh, we're located at 711 North Country Club Road. Come check us out. Church is open all day. Come spend time with the Blessed Sacrament. If we can do anything for you, give us a shout. Uh, my trusty uh, compadre, Father Kerry, still on sabbatical. We, so we recorded a couple episodes before he left, and those have been playing over the last couple weeks. We did one on parish boundaries, which uh, drew some controversy. It's kind of interesting, you know. People just go to church wherever they want to go, you know, I don't know, whatever. Um, today we have a very special guest. I cannot believe this is the first time that she's been on the show. Uh, but she's been around here for a little while. I'm going to introduce you to Betsy McNeil. Hey, Father. Yes. Yes. <laughs> hey, yes. Father. How are you? Betsy. So Hello. Betsy McNeil, many, many, you, you might know her. Betsy's around quite a bit and has a, a fascinating a new new job um, out at the, we'll talk about it in just a minute, but the, the new um, Our Lady of Grace Catholic Retreat Center, which is located on the east side of Stillwater. Um, just a fascinating kind of project that seemingly sort of came out of nowhere, but didn't really come out of nowhere. Nothing comes out of nowhere. Right. It comes out of the fruit of prayer and Absolutely. And just good, good people all around. Um, so Betsy and I met, I don't know, four years ago. I've been here five and a half. And so maybe five years ago. Yeah. But you're from, you're from here. So give us, give us a little background on Betsy McNeil. Where did you come from? Where have you been? Well, I want to start out by saying I'm so excited to be here. I just want to say I'm in now living in the Red Dirt Riviera. That's right. I'm back home. That's right. I'm back home. I have roots. In Father Carey would be so proud that you said uh, that. I, I love that. I love that. I used to listen to your podcast when I lived in Arkansas, and I thought, I wish I was living back in the Red Dirt Riviera. We have some Arkansas listeners. Yes, you do. Mostly Oklahoma. Texas comes in second. Oh, it does? It does. Well, oh, Arkansas will... Arkansas is up there. Yeah, we'll catch it's up. top 10. We'll catch it's up. top 10 listener state. We'll catch up. All right, so you, you're from here. Well, I went to grade school here, uh, St. Francis Xavier Catholic School. Oh. I was the last class out of the old building, as we call it, and the new class into uh, what's now the the cinder block building right directly uh -huh. across the street. Uh -huh. That was a that was a school. That was yeah. our school. Yeah. So we came. We out don't know that anymore. Yeah. yeah we we came. That. We came out of that. And anyway, I went there. High school. My parents moved to Ada, Oklahoma, and then I came back for college. Met and married my husband. Moved to McAllister. Oh. Did not like. Well, I loved the people. And we went to church actually in Krebs. Oh, and, yeah, St. Joseph's yeah, in Krebs. And yeah. I know all the Hartshorn people and you yeah, know, Haleyville. That's a good area, yeah. Good stomping grounds. Brett Akins and I. Yes, Brett Akins, who works for Father Caring yeah. at St. John's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from Hartshorn. Yep. And uh, anyway, so when we started having children, uh, I really did not want to raise my kids in McAllister. So we moved back to Stillwater, my husband and I did. Uh, when we got here, we had two children. I had a third while we were here, um, while we lived here. We lived here for eight years, and then God called us to Arkansas. 
You were farmers, yeah. Yeah, Don, we ran cattle and yep. and whatnot, and that's where I made a very important acquaintance. Well, I've got a ton of friends from that. <laughs> I have a lot of friends. Oh, it's all we, connected. Yeah, we don't have time for me to name all my friends, but anyhow, um, and I have a foot in both camps too, Father, because part of my life I went to St. Francis Xavier, and the other half I went to St. John's, you know, when I came back to sure. go to school. that's and, what a lot of people did around yeah, here. Had, had, yeah, so we, in other words— it's kind of a neat deal because you met all the Catholics yeah. that lived here yep. in Stillwater. So um, anyway, in Arkansas, I um, had a lot of, I did not want to leave Oklahoma. I'm telling you, I just did not. But God had other plans and they're always good. My children were able to go to a Catholic school. Nice. I was able to attend a, a Curcio. I... Um, got very involved on the state level with Curcio. Then I began working in a ministry called Beginning Experience after I'd been widowed about five years. And I started helping out with that ministry. And that actually was headquartered in Tulsa at the time. Was? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And so that's kind of Beginning Experience for people. Who have been widowed or divorced. Uh-huh. It's not as prevalent. As a matter of fact, I don't even think they have it going in I Oklahoma. I see it around. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of, it's kind of past. Sure. Past its. Yep. But I worked in that ministry for about nine years. And interesting is I saw a lot of people from Stillwater coming through, oh. you know, um, but I got a lot of training on how to work with grieving people or how, primarily how to listen, how to listen. That led to, I, um took a took a uh, a entire year to go into spiritual direction one of one of the priests that I knew had was a spiritual director so I used to drive to Fort Smith uh once a month to it was about a 45 minute drive to hour drive to start seeing him for spiritual direction which led me into uh the spiritual exercises of Saint Ignatius yeah I I took that yeah. and we're offering that here yeah. this fall yeah. at St. Francis and at Our Lady of Grace. Yeah. We'll have plenty of opportunities. So here we call it Retreat in Daily Life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. R-I-D-L. Yes. So you'll see, yeah, if you're around here, you can yes. check, check the bulletin, check yes. the website. It's all there. Yeah, beautiful. Well, we're going to try to offer it two different times, or different times, different days. But um, as you know, Father, I'm a parishioner here, even though I operate work at um, Our Lady of Grace. Yeah, the two, the two are yeah. Uh, yeah. symbiotic. Yes, we are. We 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 exist a lot to uh, support what's going on here and to, just to be be active. But in anyway, in Arkansas, I took the exercises, uh, which led me into becoming a spiritual director, which ultimately led me home because I was taking some additional classes after I'd been a director for several years. They were having a some classes in Tulsa, a Dominican priest was coming up teaching on the prodigal son. Is that right? Yeah. Oh. He was, it was a five-month deal. When was deal. this? Like what year are we talking? I think it must have been 18 because what happened— 2018? Yeah. Oh. 18, right? Oh. Because what happened was— Oh, I was uh, already here. Yes, you were. Oh. Huh. Um, right. One day, I, it, it dawned on, I started taking some other— you know, spiritual direction related classes over there. And what uh, it dawned on me that I have a son that lives in Edmond who thought he was almost like a stepchild because I didn't get over there very often. (laughs) 
And so on Saturday, when I'd get out of class, I thought, well, I'll just zip over to Edmund, spend the weekend with him. Sure. But then why not zip through Stillwater and spend the night, because I have a friend that lives here. That way I could go to Mass at St. Francis again. The new, the new yes, church. Yes, the yeah. new. So the very first time I did that, the new pastor, Father Brian O'Brien, uh, made mention, or actually the homily was about uh, your desire and our mission is to evangelize Payne County. So when I heard that, my heart broke open, started bleeding all over the floor. And I'm like, well, I need to be here. What what the heck? But Father, I had a large spiritual direction. Yeah, ministry lots of obstacles to and, making that move. Yeah, lived on 40 acres, uh, my grandchildren next door and, you know, just all this stuff. And so that didn't seem to be a possibility. So I started coming, making the monthly trip over here, spend the night, go to mass, go see my son and go home. And it was lovely. But every time I left, I would want to cry. And so I finally took that to my spiritual director and he said, you've been taking that to God? And I'm like, well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And he said, yeah. And you know what, what's going on, don't you? And I said, yeah, I think I said, I, I want to go home, but it, you know, there's no way. So I said, yeah, no you got to sell. Yeah. Well, and I had sell property, had, all the, yeah. All know, those people that were. Had, and the truth of the matter you. was, that's what I wanted. I didn't hear God. Talk. Sure. I sure, just didn't. Sure. Until, uh, one day, anyway, he, we kind of worked through that for quite a while. And, uh, uh, it was, I got this genius idea. It must've been the blessed Virgin Mary. Cause I fly under her mantle and I listen to her and you know how she goes and, um, come talks to Jesus and comes back and says, do whatever he tells you. So what I heard was, <laughs> what I heard was call father Brian O'Brien and tell him that, uh, you're a spiritual director and that you need to probably meet with him and he could probably use you over there. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So I did. Yeah, I did. And we did. And we met. It yeah. happened. And um, so you asked me if I was moving and I said, no, that's no, that's not. No. But before I got home that night, I had seven people call about spiritual direction and we have a wonderful director here. Marilyn Soder has mm -hmm. been doing mm -hmm. direction for a, a while. But like you and I talked, we have eight. Well, at the time, we had 800 families, yep. I think. Yep. One human can't take care of that. Sure. Even a priest and sure. a director. So um, I started in my little monthly uh, back and forth. I started coming here and for a day or two and doing spiritual direction and then helping with the retreat and daily life and Lexio and doing all this fun stuff and just getting involved here at St. Francis where I belong, although I lived in Arkansas. And then you moved. Yeah. You packed it up and well, it's really, I don't remember you not being here. I mean, I know there was a time is, I don't know, probably a year and a half or so that I was here before. I, I don't think here. that, I don't no, know that it was that long, but, uh, because I had started coming your first year, I yeah. think, or right yeah. after that. But, um, but yeah, one day I was at Mass, and Deacon Glenn Collum one, asked me to lunch with he and his wife, Laura. And we were just sitting there. at. And you've uh, known as you knew each other. Oh, oh, from way back. Yeah. Yeah, kids together, and, the, you know, we raised our kids and did all this, and cattle, and, yeah, way back. Kids and, and cattle. Kids and cattle. 
and church and church. Yeah. Yeah. All that. It's all Catholic kids and cattle. Yeah. And uh, all copacetic. That's right. You know? And, um, and Mary, I'm telling you something. Well, here's what happened. He asked me to lunch and, um, we're eating at Hideaway. You know, and I, I went to Hideaway when I was five. I was like the, we were like the awesome. third family that ever yeah. went there. Love it. But anyway, um, he said, just out of the blue, he said, Hey, I'm, I, uh, in, been praying and in prayer, I've been hearing about building a retreat center. I said, Wow, good for you. And he said, I said, That's good. <laughs> good for you. Way to go, Glenn. And he said, Well, he said, uh, and I think you need to come over and run it. And I said, No, I don't run anything. <laughs> I just pray. That's exactly what I said. Yeah. And um, he said, Well, I've been. I've been thinking, and in my prayers, you're supposed to come. And I said, well, I think you're wrong. And I looked over at Laura, and I said, what do you think about? And he had this dream, I mean, a vision about building this retreat center. So I looked at Laura, and I said, what do you think about your husband having dreams about other women? And she just looked right at me, and she said, oh, there's another one involved. And so I looked at Glenn, and I said, and who's that? And he said, the Blessed Virgin Mary. Oh, shoot. Oh shit. Now you're busted. I I I couldn't eat any. I put the pizza down, scooted it over, and I said, talk to me. So he did. So I listened to his dream and what he was thinking. And I said, Glenn, seriously, you need to you need somebody but not me. Although I know somebody, but no, it's not me. And he said, Yeah, it's supposed to be. And I said, I'll Tell you what, you don't even have the land bought. You don't and how am I gonna go home and tell my kids I'm moving? No, no, no. He said, I'll have the land bought. Next time you come, I said, really? <laughs> so on the way home, he drove me by in a 300-acre cattle ranch. You know, that's speaking to me. Sure. Black cows, yep. green grass, lots of open space. Um, so I went home and called my spiritual director, and I said, you know what? We, mm. And he said, are you speechless? I didn't think there was such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i came back the next month and um sure enough glenn bought the land and now it was getting serious and so let's just say we had some more discussion very very intense and i i can feel the tears right now I, it's, uh, it's wasn't up to me so uh next time i was at mass i was asking the blessed virgin mary is this i've asked for years to come back and the answer has always been no. And now what? And um, anyway, it was, it was yeah, come. So I went home and spent 10 days discerning. And this is kind of funny. I was supposed to go down. It was Easter time. And uh, I was supposed to go down to Gulf Shores, Alabama, because um, I had a rel- uh, my nephew was coming into the church. Oh, nice. Then you know for Easter. Sure. Then I was going to Kentucky because I had two nephews that were being confirmed, and I had those ten days already booked off. I didn't have any directees scheduled, no re- nothing. So I said, um, I told my family I wasn't coming, and then that I was going to stay home. Well, one day my daughter came over, and knocked at the door. She said, I want to talk to you. Okay. She said, I have a question for you. I said, What? She said, Mom, are you dying? I said, What? She said, is there something wrong with you? Wow, I've never heard that. Yeah. She said, is there something wrong with you? And I said, no. Why would you think that? She said, because the biggest Catholic events in our family's life, and you're not coming. What's up? 
Wow. I said, um, I'm just, I'm just tired because I traveled to Little Rock all the time. You know, I went down there to do stuff with, yeah. anyway, back and forth. And that was quite a drive. And I'd spend, you know, weeks at a time down there sometimes. And I said, I'm just tired. I'm just going to rest for a little bit. And she said, I don't believe you, but if that's what you want to tell me, okay. <laughs> and I said, well, I'm not dying. And she said, okay. She said, well, I'll tell your sons and that because they're all concerned. So, and I said, well, somebody needs to take care of the chickens and the dogs. Wow. So you guys go. So I got Timothy Gallagher's Discerning God's Will. Follow Timothy Gallagher. Check him yeah. out. His yeah. stuff. Yeah. On discernment of spirits. Yes. Anything will blow you away. He's Gallagher anything. Writes. Anything. And he's yeah. a Marian priest. What is, he, yeah. He's, he's a, like a. And you know what's really neat is his relationship with St. Ignatius and the Ignatian exercises is beyond all anyway. So uh, I called my spiritual director. I said, you need to be on speed dial. Although he and I both knew that you don't use a director in that way, but just in case. So when they pulled out of the driveway, I all media and uh, I just was there in the middle of um, 40 acres by my little lonesome with God. And we started talking and reading and praying and crying and dreaming and thinking and discerning and all of it. And then I got about six and a half, seven days into it, and I got stuck because it was pretty clear that I was being called and I was going to go. But how do you say goodbye to directees that you've had for right. a long right. And I remember telling the vicar general one time when I came over, he said, you're not moving over there, are you? And I said, no. And how do you, you know, and all of a sudden I'm like, would that mean I lied? What would that mean? <laughs> no, I, you know, but no, I was serious and seriously thinking. And um, so I called my director and I said, I don't know how to say goodbye to directees. I'm not attached, but I just don't know how. And so he gave me the name of a really good friend of mine that's a director that had left Arkansas, moved away, ran a small retreat center, and then just moved back. So I <laughs> called her up. She gave me some really good advice, but here's the here's the interesting part. And you know that you know me, you know this is here it comes. I go over there. I called her and I said, I want to come see you. And she said, Great. She said, We'll have coffee. I said, No, I want to come see you professionally. And she goes, Oh, okay. <laughs> so I get there and go into her office and sit down and we get started. And she takes, you know, she just starts looking at me and taps her fingers and she says, Well, well, well. Betsy McNeil is here to see me about moving to Oklahoma. And I looked at her and I said, who told you? And I, I, actually, I got mad. I, yeah. I was angry. I, I said, who told you? And she she didn't answer. She just smiled at me. There's only two people at that time, three. Myself, Glenn Collum, well, Laura, Glenn, Glenn and Laura, and my spiritual director. That was it. That was it. Wow. And I said, no, I'm serious. There's only, uh, who told you? And she could tell I was a little bit perturbed, I guess. And she said, I pray to the same Virgin Mary that you oh. do. And I said, what? And she said, yeah, <laughs> in prayer this morning. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And she said, no. And I said, well, I guess I'm going. <laughs> she said, yeah, I guess you are. And I've asked her later, Father. And then my friends confirmed that all the years that I lived in Arkansas, I always had a Oklahoma tale, a cow proverb, you know, something. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't surprise me. It's in your blood. Yeah. So anyway, um, 
I spent the next month saying goodbye to directees and moved here July 1st. Lock, stock, and barrel. That was 2019. Came here. Wow. I love it. So Betsy in this parish, Betsy plays a lot of roles. Just, you know, when, when we were kind of first getting off the ground, that just, we made a determination, like we just got it. We need to like teach people before we jump into, you know, kind of doctrinal stuff. And like, we just got to teach people how to pray and you set up groups and, and, and we see that, I mean, that fruit is still like bare, you know, you just, it's, it's everywhere. A lot of the people that are at daily mass, you know, kind of got into that habit because they were in those, those early prayer groups. And, um, and so then, then that kind of the next piece of that was this retreat center. Mm-hmm. Uh, where did that, so it, I mean, it came from the fruit of prayer from Glenn and Laura, Deacon Glenn and Laura. Mm-hmm. And then you got in, they bought land. Yeah. And then two months ago, whenever that was April, no, June, May. Well, May 1st, May 1st, we opened. Yep. We opened. It was, it, the bishop came out and dedicated the land at the oh, very yeah, beginning. Oh, yeah, I remember that. The, yeah, you yeah. and the bishop yep. and came out and dedicated the land. And um, and literally, it was only red dirt then. Red dirt. Uh, it was muddy. Grass. Yeah. There was no electricity. There's no water. There was no road and everything. And I kept asking Glenn, why do you want me to come now? Why? Yeah, there's no building. There's nothing going doing? on for now. And he said, just go and do whatever Father O'Brien <clears throat> wants you to do. Oh, he didn't tell me that. Yeah, well, see, <laughs> that's it. Too bad. So sad. He's a sneaky you, you, one. He said, whatever Father O'Brien needs you to do. And um, so that's what we did. We started the prayer groups. And now, Father, we've got the Bible study. You know, back then, Terry Schutte was reading yep. the Bible. Yep. And we've got, this is the most phenomenal parish because there's Bible studies, there's prayer groups, there's diaconates, there's um, uh, senior men, you know, owls, there's all this. But anyway, it's a wonderful parish. So the retreat center, uh, about a year out, well, we started doing all what I just said, you know, meeting with builders and doing all that good stuff. Anyhow, about a year out, about a year ago, um, I stepped back from what I was doing here because it was time to, to really start focusing yeah, on, on the know, retreat building centers. stuff. Yeah. And I told Glenn, this is so funny. I said, okay, you need an administrator and it is not me. So get on your knees and let's go. So, I mean, we're kind of someone to run the day-to-day Yeah, the business operation. operations. Yeah, taking reservations, budgeting. organizing, cleaning, cooking, yeah, yeah. all this uh, behind-the-scenes stuff, yeah. Well, here's the funny part. Um I knew the perfect person. She used to be the parish manager with me when I was director of stewardship at St. Vincent in Rogers. She was parish manager and we worked together like, you know, two peas in a pod. And I know how she operates. So I called her year one. I said, and she, she's from Nebraska and we used to, you know, do the Nebraska, Oklahoma tango, all the, you know, staff meetings and father would be just like, he knew after OSU football game that her little Nebraska office would be covered in orange. But anyway, I digress. Um, I called her up year one. I said, I'm moving to Oklahoma. She said, well, good for you. I said, well, you are too. So get ready. No, I'm not. Year two. Oh, it's great over here. You need to be coming. Not because they own, she and her husband owned a business. Year three, the husband gets on the phone. We're not moving there. 
I don't care what you say. <laughs> I said, I, it's not up to me. It's up to the Blessed Virgin Mary and her son. Just tell them no. And he said, well, we're not coming. Okay, year four, I'm starting to step back and telling Glenn, you better start praying because it's time. You need one. Year four and a half, we get a phone call. Okay, you won't believe this. We just sold our business. Seriously? Really? You did what? Really? Yeah. And what are you going to do? We're moving back to Arkansas to be near children and grandchildren. And oh, that's nice. And she was probably, you know, she had all kinds of people wanting her to come back and work at the church. And I said, you're going to come see me? And um, I remember that. And they came through town. They were going to stay two days, but there was some miscommunication with the campground where they were going to stay while they were visiting over there or going. And they ended up staying three weeks. That's right. Every single day I heard, introduce them to Father O'Brien, take them to meet the director of communications who wanted them, Rob, um, introduce them to parishioners. Uh, Lauren got involved in a prayer group that was going on and they just, they just dove right in, started doing stuff. They started cooking at St. John's Mass. They just hopped right in. Yeah, they did jump right in. So at the end of the three weeks... Oh, and I told Glenn, I said, okay, you better take care of this. Well, he took them out and visited with them and showed them all what could happen. And so into three weeks, well, goodbye. It was nice staying here. And they left. And I looked at Glenn and I said, well, you messed that. Something happened here. What happened? And we both looked at each other and started laughing. And I thought, you know what? You can run. It's you. You can run. What's the saying with Psalm 139? You can run. You can hide. You can do all this. Right. Okay, so about two weeks later, the phone call. Hello, Betsy. We're moving to Oklahoma. Really, really. Everyone should just move here. It's just, yeah. just get it over with. It's, it's. Well, what they heard, they they were in Nebraska getting their stuff, and at mass they heard separately. Um, I want to draw closer to you. I want you to draw closer to me, and the best place to do it is Oklahoma. Wow. So here they come. St. Joseph played a big role because while they were here, they did the St. Joseph consecration. Yeah, yeah. So they get here, and um, her husband is the, uh, Lauren Kushak is the director of operations, um, and Judine is the administrator. So she sets it, gets it all set up because what we, you know, for what we do, we host retreats, and then we also, um, have our own retreats. In other words, you have been out and you had a, had a full day out there for parishioners. Yeah, back in early June, I did yeah. a little retreat on the Eucharistic prayers of the Mass. Yeah. Yes. But then all through June, every Monday, you had you brought in speakers from Oklahoma City, Ponca City, Wichita. Yeah. Yes, yes. But you see the difference? You had your retreat out there. You hosted and then we, it. Yeah, and you then we, hosted and us. Then we it was sponsored. a parish event. Yeah, yeah. parish yeah, yeah. event out there. Yeah. So we've been doing quite a bit of that already. We opened May 1st. Um, we've been doing quite a bit of that. The word is just now starting kind of to get yeah, out. Yeah, hopefully this, and this, yeah. as people listen to this, that gets the word out a little more. So there, so there's kind of two parts to it. You're doing programs, retreats, yes. talks. Yes. But then it's also meant to be a place of of refuge, you know, for people who can come and make an individual... Retreat. Exactly. Silence, solitude, stillness. Yep. We have private bedrooms. They've got private bath, private patio, all overlooks the lake, walking grounds. 
so you can come. As a matter of fact, Father, in um, August, we're having our first formal three-day Ignatian silent oh, really? directed retreat. Oh, when is that? Yeah, it's uh, uh, August the 10th. Okay, nice. And um, so if somebody wants to come and actually work work through that, we'll have directors there. Um, but we've had schools come uh, on retreat with their Yeah, I'm doing a, a little retreat for the uh, staff. The Saint Church of St. Mary in Tulsa is coming out. Okay. We're having our vicariate meeting there in September. Mm-hmm. We're doing a staff. Our staff here is going to do our mm-hmm. staff formation. So those kinds of things. So you guys can host. Yes. It's really good food too. Yes. Um, we have a chef. Host and then, but then also people can come for a night, for a week. By themselves. And, if they, just, yeah. and just be, you have a yeah. library, you've, the cha- there's a chapel, beautiful chapel with the Blessed Sacrament. The bishop has allowed for the Blessed Sacrament to be there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so it's um, got a lot. There's a lot going on there. We have asked, there's a two, if you're going to come out, you have to stay at least two nights because oh, it, is takes, that right? okay. well, it takes you a while yeah. to come down. Wild. Yeah, that's open. true. No, so that's there true. you go. Yeah. So it's awesome. So check it out. It's uh, the website is our lady of grace, Catholic retreat center.com. You can Google it and find it. But anyway, on their website, they got all those stuff. They got all the contact information and just very, very cool. So we're very blessed to have it so close to the parish. Um, and then people from all over the state, from Texas, Arkansas, Kansas, all those places come and 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 stay. And so if you're listening to this, you can come too. It's amazing stuff. Betsy McNeil, thanks for being on Pastors of Pain. It is a joy. Have a great week, everybody. Go Pokes.